So we've just had the UNE Law Student Society Ball uh, at the end of last month, and at that, a couple of our fantastic UNE Law students actually won some awards. So I've already spoken to Amy Danik, who won Outstanding Advocate of the Year, and today I'm talking to Lara uh, Glasson. Glasson, yeah. Glasson, who won a female student, law student of the year, I believe, from the Australian Law Students Association. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was it was a big week with um, the ball and the ELSA conference and awards night all together in one hit. Yeah, it sounds like it would have been exhausting. Very much so. <laughs> I definitely took about four days to recover when I got home. Oh, you'd need it. So what does being law student or I guess female law student of the year mean to you? Mm, oh my God. I, do you know, I actually haven't even really had a chance to really think about it since um, the awards day. My life kind of exploded yep, <laughs> straight after happens. then. And, and um, yeah, I look, I really ha- actually haven't had a chance to think about it too deeply, but I... It actually does mean a lot to me. I really am incredibly honoured for the recognition. I spend a lot of my time in my home office studying away, you know, trying to trying to put together experiences for law students through the um, UNE LSS and I also do a bit of advocacy work around um, domestic violence and things like that. And, yeah, putting putting all of that together and then being recognised for all of all of that actually has has been incredibly humbling and it really does mean a lot to me to be able to have, to be to have all of that stuff recognised. So, because this is a recent career shift for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So I am, uh, I I was going to say mid 30s law student, but it's actually a little bit closer to 40 now. Uh, Yeah, law student. I have come to law and as an alter, as a, as a third, really a third career path. Um, Originally, I was a teacher and then I ran my own business for five years and yeah, and then found my way into law after that. So, yeah. So what yes. ultimately made you settle on law? Uh, good question. I, It's something that I always really wanted to do. When I was 10 years old, I told my mum that I was going to be a lawyer and I studied legal studies at high school, but I really wasn't a great teenager and student as a teenager so I really didn't get the marks in high school in order to um, launch launch into a career in law straight away but I yeah started teaching and then ran my own business and then when my when my relationship broke down with my husband and the father of my children um due to domestic violence and I had and I found myself in a courtroom facing a judge um, trying to advocate for myself, I realised that I really did want to do this for other people who were in this situation as well. And about four months after that, I 
was enrolled in a law degree through UNE. I'm sorry you had to go through that, but it sounds like you've got a real personal connection and you really are passionate and care about this role. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely do. It's um yeah, it, it is a it is a definitely a passion and definitely something that I want to make sure that I'm helping others who are also finding themselves in a really tricky situation. It's really terrifying to be standing in a courtroom and for the first time in particular and, you know, not knowing what to do, what to say, uh, yet, you know, just really having no idea what to do. And, yeah, I am really hoping that I'm going to be able to be a good advocate for those people who maybe aren't able to find their own voice in that situation. So are you in your final year of your degree or getting close to it now? Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no. I actually don't know how long a law degree takes, to be honest. <laughs> so I'm actually studying a double degree. So I'm doing Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Law, majoring in political science for the arts. Mm-hmm. And I started in 2019 and I think I will finish in 2027 because I do – part-time slow and steady like at the moment I'm doing one one subject per trimester trying to manage everything else that's going on in my life so it is a long haul um for me and yeah slow and steady well because you're also working and you said you're a mother as well how do you balance that with your studies that's a great question (laughs) and I don't know um look every day there'll be a different priority so It's really about, you know, creating some flexibility around those priorities. Uh, Some days my children need me more than others. Some days my assignments need me more than others. Some days my work needs me more than others. So I don't think you ever balance any of it. It it feels more like um, flexible prioritisation and compartmentalisation. I don't remember who the quote's from, but there was this woman who was saying that when you're trying to balance these different priorities, it's juggling. And some balls yes. are glass and some some balls are plastic. So you can drop a plastic ball, but you can't drop a glass ball. You just have to know which is which. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I do say this very often to some of my committee members in particular, but I say, look, we can do anything but we actually can't do everything. Time is a very limited resource and knowing what to say no to is often the hardest part. Yeah. And it, it can feel bad to say no sometimes, but it's important too as well. Oh, yeah. To protect your own mental health and well-being, and to protect those glass plates that you really can't drop, you, you need to be able to say no to things. Mm. So you're pretty heavily involved in the Law Student Society. You're the president, right? I am currently for a few more weeks at least. For a few more weeks, yep. Are you planning on going for president again? No. I am very happy to hand the reins over to, um, it'll. well, it's actually Jordana, the vice president, who is very keen to nominate for president. Obviously, um, you know, these positions need to go to a vote at the AGM and no position is guaranteed because um, everyone gets voted in at the AGM but I am very Jordana has some really very cool plans for the LSS for next year and she's very enthusiastic about it and she's come away from the ELSA conference incredibly inspired 
and I'm very excited to see where she takes the club next year. Yeah, that's really exciting. So are you going to remain involved with the club? Yeah, so we've actually just, we're about to um, put in place a position for immediate past president. So that's me, yeah. So will you function then as a mentor and advisory? I suppose you can't be an advisory body if it's a single person, but there to help out with the new president? Yeah, so that's what that position will entail. It's it's more of a supportive position. Um, I will be available at, at the end of a phone call or email and I can answer any questions and support in any way that I can. But, yeah, it means I get to take a step back a bit from involvement, which is nice. Yeah. Might get back into the radio show. Oh, that'd be exciting. What are some of the challenges that you've seen students face while studying law? I think the biggest challenge that I see students face is prioritising, you know, juggling so many of those plates and finding ways to prioritise study throughout all of those other things that just, you know, get thrown at you. And, you know, there's lots of unexpected things that arise when you are, you know, running a family and or, you know, working a lot or that kind of thing. Like, I think the biggest issue is that, you know, actually prioritising study to the point where you're feeling confident and comfortable with the content because the content is so heavy in so many subjects. They are really, it's it's really quite a challenging degree. It's a and very so, demanding degree too, isn't it? Yeah, there's so much more reading to it. Like, I mean, because I've done my Bachelor of Education and I've done, I'm also doing an arts degree. So, but the law reading is so much heavier. It is so much there's so much more to it. it. It's it's quite demanding, particularly those core units that are requirements that you have to do in order to get your degree. So, yeah, I, I think I think that prioritisation is really the biggest challenge that I see law students facing. So, what what is some advice that you have for you know students who are currently studying law or anyone who is thinking about studying law? Uh for anyone thinking about studying law, oh, absolutely do it. Like it is. It's so eye-opening as a as a degree. Like you really find out so much about the world around you and about how people interact with each other in that world and about how um, government and society and things like that impact people's lives. Like just that knowledge in itself is so crucial and valuable. So absolutely do it to anyone who's thinking about doing it. For those people who are doing it, um, keep at it. Like just keep at it if you – but don't feel like you need to rush through it. Um, you know, feel like you can take your time. It's not It's not a race as to who finishes their law degree first. Like, you know, the, the reason why you want to study law is to learn all the things and if you're trying to just smash it out really quickly, how much are you going to retain from all of that learning? So, I mean, embrace your curiosity and, you know, dig deep into it, get involved and um, get as much out of it as you can and don't be afraid to take a, take a while to do it. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ash. Yeah, it's uh, the club is amazing. Honestly, everyone, everyone on that committee has worked so hard and we've all worked so well together 
to see it grow and develop into the club that it is now and to have been president of that has just been an absolute privilege. And it's really nice to see, you know, so many women on the committee as well because I feel like law is very much historically male-dominated. So Yeah, it has been historically, but fun fact, that has actually changed in oh, recent really? times. Yeah. yeah. So there's actually, I think, I think studies came out from the New South Wales Law Society and they're now saying that more than 60% of solicitors are females at the moment. There's still a huge... Um, gender imbalance in positions like on the bench or for barristers. So there's still, um, you know, they're still heavily male dominated in those positions. But yeah, but, you know, for solicitors, we're, we're doing, we're doing pretty well on the, (laughs) on the gender scale of things, I think. That's good. That's fantastic. It's really great to hear that that has changed over the years and Here's to even more equality coming in the future. Let's hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So Jordana is the vice president and Lara, as we've already discussed, is the president of the Law Student Society. And there's some big things that have happened and are continuing to happen. So how does it feel to have won the Spirit of Leadership Award in addition to everything else? Yeah, um, pretty incredible. I will say it, uh, yeah, it it was a very nice, um, accolade and recognition of all the hard work that we've put in this year transforming the Law Student Society. Uh, yeah, I think that, you know, the, the award definitely is something that we didn't really expect, um, but we certainly had high hopes for uh, when we did put in the nomination. And one of the things that I've said to Lara before as well, and, and to others that I've spoken to about this particular award, you know, when Lara and I came together to put together this award, it certainly was amazing to see the amount of work that we had actually ended up putting in to the society to make it what it is. Um, so I suppose it, it, all in all, it's just the recognition um, with relation to the work that we've put in that the award recognizes, and that's an amazing feeling. So did you have to nominate yourselves for the award? We did, yeah. Um, there was a nomination process. They provided us with some preliminary details on what they required us to answer, some questions that we needed to provide to demonstrate, you know, how we had shown that sort of leadership and the things that we had done um, to be... Um, deserving of the award I suppose <laughs> yeah definitely and we had to collect um you know information from other sources as well like different testimonials and things like that and provide yeah just provide evidence of all the things that we've done so it was a bit of it was definitely a process one I think we were working well into the night on yep. for sure <laughs> so what are some of the things you've achieved this year that you put towards this award Oh, um, <laughs> now, now I need to think about it. What am I going to talk about? Um, the, look, I think, I think the biggest thing that we have achieved as a club is being able to bring everyone who is an online student into the club and provide op- like a huge amount of opportunities for them that previously haven't been provided. So that would be our online trivia night is a really good example of that. And 
also the educational seminars that we've done where we're educating our members and other law students about PLT and clerkships and internships and all of those kind of things. Like, yeah, those kind of things were never um, a part of the Law Student Society's portfolio until this year. Um, I'd say, you know, engagement has probably been our biggest success this year, um, not only in terms of engaging students externally as, you know, to, to um be a part of the LSS and sort of, um, you know, get the information that you get from being a member of the LSS, but also within the committee itself. I think one of the biggest things, and I think this, this award is testament to the fact that we have a very strong executive committee uh, or executive team. Uh, we are all very committed to ensuring the success and all four of us um, have worked extremely hard. You know, we've all spent nights, late nights, um, you know, more than the average amount of hours that you would need to spend on an LSS club um, and that sort of thing. You know, the, the work that's been put in is is quite a high to a really high standard and we hold ourselves to that really high standard we're really particular and meticulous about the work that we do um, and you know much to Lara's annoyance with me um, we often we often disagree with each other as well and I think that challenges each you know we challenge each other in a, in a really healthy way um, and that's sort of been a really huge part of our success um, so yeah <laughs> Are you guys going to go for Club of the Year this year at uh, UNE's Student Awards Night? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I don't think that's even a question anymore. <laughs> I think we we already, you know, have plans in motion to sort of start that process and we're yeah. definitely um, working our way. And, again, it's, I think that's testament to the work that people put in. You know, it, it's it's everything is well and truly pre-planned and then people start working on it immediately when they're asked to and again the committee is the same they just sort of get involved straight away there's never you know hey that's someone else's job it's always what can I do to help definitely yeah the collaboration within the committee this year has just been such a joy to be a part of like everyone is so willing to assist each other with the things that need to be done when it needs to be done and it's just it's been so lovely like we've all worked together so well and that then carries on into next year's leadership and executive team as well doesn't it yeah yeah we would like to think so definitely so what's next for the club are there any big goals that you want to to work towards next year well, I'm intending on running for president next year. So, you know, taking the mantle from Lara, big shoes to fill. Um, and I, I do have a lot of very exciting plans. I intend on sort of catering to our student base a little bit more and having more online, but also uh, dividing events between Armadale and Sydney, um, noting, of course, that we have a large cohort of our students in Sydney. So again, just increasing that engagement and trying to get more students involved. And I think one of the really big things that I want to engage with as an LSS is is education, um, more education on the services that the law school offers or just UNE in general, because I think that 
something that I have noticed is people are still lacking some of those basic resources, like even access to, you know, the academic skills office or access to writing classes or or even something as simple as the law skills hub. So just running more educational seminars for people to be able to understand you know, not not feel as lost in their first year. So I really want to engage a little bit more right from the start with students from their first year um, and build on that and, and sort of be more of that let's hold your hand throughout your law degree as opposed to sort of picking up people randomly at different parts of their law degree. This is definitely the first time I've even heard of the, the Law Skills Hub. I know the Science Skills Hub existed, <laughs> but it's nice to know that one for law exists as well. So hopefully any law students listening who have never heard of that before, have a new uh, resource to take advantage of, yeah. It is very good. Um, the Law Library is also a really um, a really fabulous resource as well yeah. and Gilbert is very willing to run one-on-one tutorials for how to do law research, which is also very good. So, yeah, being able to, like, spread the news about all of that stuff is is a very worthy endeavour. Yeah, of course. And you guys accept, you know, members at any point in their degree, of course. And that's, is that an easy process for, for people to, to join if they're interested? Absolutely. They just need to go to our website and there's a $15 membership fee, which lasts for the entire length of their studies with UNE, no matter what it is that they're studying. So they don't have to be enrolled in a bachelor. They could be doing um, a diploma, bachelor, postgrad. Yeah, anyone who is interested in studying law or is studying law is more than welcome. Yep. Fantastic. Any last thoughts or words that you'd like to share before we um, move on? Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the (laughs) opportunity. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Ash. Yeah, thank you. Thank you both for coming. It's really nice to be able to to share this you know it it really is something it is a success that we're really really proud of um and I think that you know again it 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 came down this year to the committee it came down to the people um that put in all the effort that they did because we have done some really successful things this year and I really hope to continue that next year and and sort of keep on with that and we do have a lot of committee members that are um, looking at returning and staying or and or staying in the committee I'm pretty sure Lara is the same um, you know and then I think based on that I foresee another successful year ahead yeah and it's wonderful to be able to showcase that and show students here's what our clubs are doing and this is the incredible work that they're putting in and yeah we're really proud of everything that the Law Student Society has done yeah, we've we've grown so much this year and it's been such a joy to be a part of. And I mean we're we're making some changes to our constitution to acknowledge that growth and to be able to continue the growth of the committee and yeah, I am I'm excited to get my own special title next year of immediate past president. So, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much for coming on and chatting and congratulations again on on the awards and Here's to, yeah, another very fruitful year. Thank you very much, Ash. Thanks, Ash.